Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tried and Tested, which is my relationship podcast where I talk about different relationship issues, different relationship concerns, um, things that happen when we're dating, things that happen when we break up. We, we talk about all things relationships. And so today I have my dear, dear friend, Tiffany. Um, we go way back to college in North Carolina. Say hey, Tiffany. Hey. <laughs> so, Tiff, before we um, before we get into the topic, do you um, well just say some, like something about yourself, or about you and I? Just say something. So, we have known each other since undergrad, which is what two thousand five. So, you pretty much know all the ins and outs of all of my relationships, good, bad, ugly, and all the in between. So, <laughs> definitely some stuff that we can talk about today. Yes. Okay. So, everyone, our topic today is cheaters. Now, mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> cheating is something that everybody goes through. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, an animal, like whoever. Like, I feel like everybody has been cheated on at some point in their life. And so I feel like that's a really good topic to talk about. So first and foremost, Tiffany, um, what is your definition of a cheater? Cheating or a cheater is someone who is doing something completely inappropriate that they know if the other person found out they will be upset or would disregard the relationship or there will be some type of consequence to their actions if the other person found out. It's being, like, deceitful. And that can be a form of emotional, physical, mental, any type of aspect you want to think of it as. That's a cheater. Oh, wow. Actually, I didn't think about it like that. I was just like, okay, a cheater is somebody who is trying to date somebody else on the side or trying to have a side relationship. But I guess you're right. You can actually be an emotional cheater and so on and so forth, which I did not, um, (laughs) which I didn't think of. So um, if you're in a relationship and someone is cheating on you, how long do you think that this behavior should be accepted? Like, at what point do you feel like, okay, now, nah, like, we're good. I'm leaving. I think for a lot of people that I talk to and from what I experience, it depends on your deal breaker because I feel that some people have a deal breaker, a one-and-done type situation where this person has deceived me, they have betrayed me, I'm out. Then I also think there's situations where I think a lot of us have been in where someone cheats, and then based on how you feel about that person, if you're really invested in that person, you're going to try to give a second chance and try to work it out. But it really depends on the extent of the cheating. It it depends if this is something that, you know, was going on for a year behind your back and you didn't know, maybe the person definitely is not invested in you. If it's something that happened, a one-time thing, a one-night stand type situation, that may be something that maybe you all can work through depending on what the bigger issues are in the relationship or the situation you're in. So I think it's kind of situational, but it definitely depends on some of the circumstances. Okay, okay, that makes sense. All right, so um, what would you say, like, if you were to stay in a relationship that you were being cheated on and try to move forward, um, how do you think that that would look like? Like, do you think that, when people forgive cheaters, it actually allows the relationship to move forward? Or once you get cheated on, it's kind of a wrap 
but you're just dragging it along? Like, what do you think it is? So me personally, I've been in the cheating situation where I forgave the cheater. And what I've learned now that I'm outside of that relationship is I chose to forgive, and I put forgive in quotations (laughs) where I didn't really forgive the person. So it really just dragged on. Like I feel the relationship ended at that time, and I don't feel like I actually accepted the cheating in order to move on, to progress, to kind of move our relationship to another level. And I also think the person um, was not ready to accept accountability for their cheating to move on in a place where they could be trusted. So it has to be a two-way street on that. The person who actually cheated has to be able to accept that they cheated and they are ready to accept responsibility and ready to move past it or fix whatever issues cause them to do that if they are in that place and as a person who is going to accept moving forward with a cheater, forgiving has to actually be you have forgiven and moved on, not throwing jabs at them or bringing it up every time you guys get in an argument. It has to actually be a point where you have moved on from the incident or else you're always going to be in that same circle playing square one forever and ever. If that but do sense. you think that – no, it definitely makes sense, but do you think it's actually like – humanly possible to forgive someone for doing you dirty. Like, not like I forgive you and I'm going to try to act like it doesn't bother me, but, like, do you actually think that, like, it's a, nat- a natural thing to actually forgive somebody for doing that to you? I think, I think it is if, it's in, if the intentions are in the right place, but it has to come from both parties. Like, the person who cheated has to actually be in the mentality to where they can say, hey, I messed up, and, you know, I cheated because of X, Y, and Z, whether it's their insecurities or something in the relationship that they didn't communicate that was failing for them, and then the person on the other end has to be able to be able to have that same conversation with them and say, like, hey, we are going to work on this because X, Y, and Z, this is where things weren't working, and maybe that's the situation. However, I don't think that's the solution for every situation about cheating. There are some people who are just trifling and cheat because they feel like they can and they don't have any remorse or conscience about it. And those are situations where you let the person go. So I'm like, every situation is not made the same, for sure. There are definitely two extremes in that situation that can happen. Okay. All right, so we can go back to 2000 and, what, 2009 when we graduated college. And at mm-hmm. that point, I would say we were both in new relationships, and we were both being yeah. cheated on at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was a situation where, like, it was like the blind leading the blind. We're trying to give each other advice, but we're both yeah. in the same situation. So yeah. that definitely was not a good look. Um, but when you think back to that time, what did that feel like to you? Like, when you were in a relationship, um, and the person that you really cared for was mistreating you. Um, and, like, now looking back at the situation, what did that actually, like, how did you feel about yourself as a person, and what did you think of yourself, like, as you look back in that mindset and that space that you were in? Literally, I had this conversation today with a coworker, <laughs> and I was explaining how at the time, I think I was, like, 23 or 24, this was, like, my first serious relationship, the first person I was so in love in. And I was sick to my stomach. I felt like I had did something wrong. I felt like 
I had to prove my worth to him because he cheated on me because it had to be something wrong with me, like, which was completely the wrong way to feel about it. Yeah. Like, looking back at it now, I'm like, this dude trifling this all get out. Like, why in the world would I consider staying with him? Like, he was losing. He was missing out. Like, my esteem and my naiveness is definitely in a different place. I'm definitely not as naive, and my self-esteem is definitely in a different place where I know that the way he cheated on me was definitely in all selfishness. He didn't take accountability or responsibility, and it wasn't up to me to prove anything to him to get him to stay. I could have left that situation where it was at in 2009 or wherever it was. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so I mean, definitely I definitely Yeah. Okay, yes. I definitely agree. Um, I feel like when I like when I was in that kind of situation, I'm not even sure like what kind of thought processes I was having every day because I feel like I was a very I am a very intelligent woman, um, and it's just like I almost feel like I was living in like a different world. Like I think that sometimes when you love somebody, because we mm-hmm. don't really know what love actually means, um, I think that we are kind of like you're living your life and you have common sense yet you're living in some type of, like, fantasy world almost. You know what I mean? Like, and common sense goes out the window when you really care about somebody or love somebody, especially when you're young. I mean, I don't know about the person that you were dating, but the person that I was dating, like, was trash. Like, for real, for real. Like, and matter of fact, I saw a post on social media um, a couple of days ago, and a guy was saying, like, women can have, like, three or four degrees at Ivy League colleges, yet they can get played by a man with an eighth-grade education. It's <laughs> so that happened to me so many times. Um, yes. But I'm like, I got two degrees, and I'm smart. I'm not stupid, but definitely get played yes. all the time. I was just Because and when I you be back, in the moment. Yes. And, when and I, I definitely think it's a female mentality, too. Like, you have that fairy tale mentality, like you want – the situations you're in to work out and play out beautifully so when they don't, you automatically think it's something that you did or could have prevented or not just thinking that maybe the person you're with is a bad character. It's like we automatically have that women mentality, that nurturing, that I have to fix it and all these other type of stereotypes that we carry with us from society. Well, I feel like, I mean, I, it depends, I guess, on the woman, like the kind of woman that you are. Like for me, I know that it was more or less like I invested my time. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lose. This other girl mm-hmm. is not going to win. Like, you know, like that was kind of like the mindset that I was in, and it was dumb, and it was just like I was just wearing myself thin. Like I was just, I mean, I was gaining weight. Like I just was looking crazy out in these streets trying to be around him a lot more just so I can kind of see what he's doing. So that definitely makes you a little bit crazy. Um, so mm-hmm. what leads me to my next point? Like, what lengths have you went to to catch a cheater? Like, what have you, have you been outside their window late at night? Have you jumped out the bushes? Like, have you followed them? Have you went through their phone? Like, what are some extreme lengths that you have went through to catch somebody that was cheating? Well, I'm allergic to bushes, personally. I'm not jumping out of nobody's bushes for nobody. However, I have mm-hmm. definitely had my share of I should be an FBI. I can do some investigative work. So I've definitely logged into phone logs to figure out, oh, you've been calling somebody 30 times this week. Who is this? Where are you going? I've definitely pulled up. I did drive-bys to see if your car is there or not. I've done all that. 
And then I realized mm. I got on. Yeah. Then all that. <laughs> okay, so what would you say is something that's super wild that you like that when you look back at it, like you can't believe like I did I did this for somebody who wasn't worth it. Like do you have an example of something that you actually did? Yeah, looking back, I'm like, what was the point? Because clearly if I had to do all that at that point, I already didn't trust that person or I already knew what was up. You have intuition, so you know when something's wrong. You know when somebody's doing something they're not supposed to be doing. So at the point where I had to go and look at phone logs or go pull up to their place to see if they were really home when they told me they were home, I already knew. Mm -hmm. I just needed that confirmation or validation for myself. But at that point, it was already time to let it go because it was already in my head probably way prior to that event happening. It's just that you don't want to believe it or you want to hold on to that fairy tale or that, you know, things are not going to be what it seems. But as a female, you know, you know when something's yeah. wrong, when something's not quite right. So you doing all that already confirms what you already knew. That's yeah. really and I know I have. Yes, and I know I had a, a instance once where, like, I feel like the person I was dating was so, like, full of drama and so full of negativity. And so there was one girl in particular. He, I'm sure he had many, many girls. Like, uh, that's a whole other story. But there was one in particular who I think um, he, uh, not I think, he actually moved in with her. I think they met recently. He moved mm-hmm. in with her. I know it sounds crazy. At that time, I didn't believe it. But I felt like me and the girl were going back and forth, and, like, I felt like she was people who I didn't know, like, she was reaching out to them, and they were reaching out to me on social media, like, trying to talk crazy to me. And I was just like, you know, I'm tired of this girl. So I found out where she mm-hmm. worked. It was at Dunkin' Donuts, okay? Anyway. Um, and so I went in, I remember <laughs> I bought something just to, make sure, just to make sure she was there. And she was there. So I parked my car outside Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm like, when she come out this door... I'm fighting her. That's it. Like, that was my plan. And I waited there. For, like, I was off that day, and I waited for her for, like, it had to be hours. Like, I was, you know, and I think she must have been watching that I didn't leave because she never came out. But when I went back in later on, she was gone. It was real scary. And so, mm-hmm. girl, like, so she probably went out the side door. But I was looking for her for a good, like, couple of months, and I, I was never able to find her. But that's what I mean as far as, like, something crazy where it's not related to him specifically, but you come mm-hmm. out of character, you start wasting time, you start doing all types of dumb stuff. So that's definitely, um, you know. So my next question is what do you feel, like, what did you feel like once you actually broke free? Like, when you were actually able to leave that person alone for good, like, how did your life turn around? Like, what did you actually, like, you know, what was that like? Oh, my goodness. When I finally, and not the times we went back and forth for however many years, when I finally left and left for good, it was like, hallelujah. (laughs) It was beautiful. Like a refreshing. uh... Yeah, it was almost like a weight lifted off because you're not worried about what is this person really doing? Are they lying? Are they with this person? Are they, can you really trust this person? Are, Are things really going to work out like you end up being in such like this anxious state when you're with somebody who has cheated on you and you try to stay beyond expiration point of this relationship, like you're always constantly worried or trying to figure out what somebody's doing. And the relationship at most times when you both are not actively working on repairing the relationship, the relationship most times is done. 
when it's but just do you one person could, trying to say. Do you think that you can actively repent the situation or no? I think you can in the right situation, but it is definitely, I think what happens is a person cheats, they get caught, not that they, you know, say, I need to talk to you about something. It's just they get caught cheating. And that's very different from someone admitting to cheating or mm, even if they get okay. like there's accountability that happens. There's like so many different scenarios. But what happens, I think, is most people get caught cheating and then they try to backtrack or feel sorry after the fact when they're really not sorry yet. They haven't taken responsibility. They're not even real, like really able at that point to recognize why they're wrong or what made them do what they do. So that's one of those situations where I think it's not ready to be repaired. Now, there are other situations where maybe there was a total disconnect in the relationship or whatever the case may be, and both people are able to, like, really sit there and fix it and repair it and talk it out. That's not every situation. Like, I think most situations end up being the cheater just has already checked out and they're just doing what they want to do and they get caught, and then, you know, just try to stay safe. Okay, so. Probably 80% of the situation. All right, so when it comes to, like, the actual relationship, um, when you're in a situation where you're getting cheated on, besides losing who you are as a person, because I feel like that's something that we have all lost if we're dealing with somebody who doesn't respect us, what else has Mm -hmm. a, a relationship like that cost you? Like, have you lost friends? Have you lost money? Have you lost your sanity? Have you lost family members? Like, what has that caused you? Cost you, I'm sorry. Like I, I feel like outside of losing yourself, you're like your self-worth, your self-esteem, your self-respect, you do a lot of things come with that because, for one, I've definitely lost, like, friends and respect the family because most times people can see red flags before you because if you have, like, those rose-colored glasses on when you really – do like somebody or really love somebody, you're looking past all these red flags and these situations and everybody else can see it but you. So a lot of times when people, if everybody around you are saying the same thing, there's probably something to that. And I think we ignore that when we're really invested with somebody. Um, So, yeah, definitely lost friends, family. Um, I've definitely lost money because I'm trying to prove my worth to that person, trying to make sure that I can people please or do whatever they want to do to make sure that, you know, I'm pleasing them and I'm in their good graces so that they won't cheat on me type thing. So I'm doing whatever I want to do, whether it's losing time, um, holding back on the things that I should be doing for myself as far as progressing in life. So it's a lot of things that you compromise. All right, so I definitely agree with that. Um, so how about in one sentence, um, what would you tell a young woman who's in a bad relationship? One sentence only. If someone I know was in a bad relationship, mm-hmm. just get out. You're not losing anything by being with somebody that doesn't care about you. If anything, yes. you're winning by leaving, period. All right, and then so – what happens now? Like, have you ran into um, the guy that has cheated on you? And what happens now when you see him? How is that like? I have not ran into that person since we broke mm. up. Like, literally really broke up. I haven't ran into that person. I hope we don't. But at this <laughs> point in time, I've, 
Like, seriously, I I have no, I feel no type of ways. I'm almost like Omarion unbothered. If I saw him today, I'm like, hey, what's up, and keep it moving. That chapter yeah. is done closed. I've moved on. Hopefully he has moved on. But I'm done. That's well, it. Definitely, I don't. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, um, I, I just want to thank you so much. Um, do you have any last words in general um, in regards to cheating that you want to get, like, that you want to say? I just say for everybody, this relationship dating scene is difficult for everybody. But I would just say go with your instinct, know your self-worth, know what you do want and what you don't want, what you want to tolerate and that, and don't settle. Keep your boundaries up and don't settle because somebody else makes you think that you need to change them. Whatever you feel, go with that. Don't settle for somebody else and how they're thinking. Don't let people manipulate you. I definitely agree. Well, I just want to thank you so much, Tiffany, for taking the time out tonight to speak with me. Thank you for having Um, me. (laughs) No problem. So if they want to get in contact with you, how can they reach you? What is your Instagram handle? My Instagram is Miss Misunderstood, and also you can find me at Infants and Instincts on Instagram as well. Can you spell that? Who's that? You want to ask me to spell <laughs> at this time at night? Okay, well, never so mind. Miss Misunderstood. So <laughs> misunderstood, and you said Essence Instincts? Incense and Instincts, like the incense that you burn in your house. Oh, okay, and instincts. And instincts, the instincts we should all have in the Satan game. Gotcha, gotcha. That sounds good. All right, well, thank you so much, honey. And for my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, have a good one.